Hey, my name is Trish Ware, and I am obsessed with all things pregnancy and birth and helping you to navigate both the practical and the magical seasons of this journey called motherhood. I'm an all-day coffee-sipping mama of seven and labor and delivery nurse who took her expertise in the labor room and turned it into an online one-stop shop for mamas looking for powerful education and support. I've had the amazing privilege of delivering many babies in my 15-plus year career as a labor and delivery nurse and as a mama of seven. I'm here to help you take the guesswork out of childbirth so you can make the choices that are right for you and your baby and write the birth story of your dreams. So hit subscribe and let's replace your anxiety and fear with complete confidence. Quick note, this podcast is for educational purposes only and does not replace your medical advice. Check out our full disclaimer at the bottom of the show notes. Today, we're going to talk about your baby's first bath. Every time I do a birth plan consult or a birth map consult with my students, We get to the part about bathing and I feel like nine times out of 10, my mama and her partner have not really thought about what they wanna do with the baby's bath. So we're gonna do just a little short hot topic today for you to get a head start on making a decision about bathing your baby. So I wrote an article in, I wanna say 2018 about delayed bathing. And when I was doing the research for that article, I was blown away about the reasons why you might want to delay your bath. Now, heads up, I'm going to tell you I am 100% an advocate for delaying bathing. I personally recommend to my students and to my followers if they ask me to delay the bath until you're home from the hospital. And you can even delay it for a couple weeks. So we're going to talk about that today. And then I have some tips for you to put on your birth plan. So again, this is going to be a short little teaching topic today. So one of the ways that you begin to advocate for your baby is educating yourself and understanding the different aspects of birth and what protects baby, what does baby need, what do you want for baby. And through education, that's the only way to do that. So we're going to educate today about vernix is that white little cheesy stuff that's all over your baby when they are born. It serves a purpose. It protects your baby while they're inside the uterus. Inside the womb, it covers the baby. It's a waterproof barrier. But underneath that barrier, it promotes healthy skin growth. So that doesn't stop when baby is born. So Vernix is protecting them and promoting healthy skin growth. It also protects the baby while they're inside from the friction of moving through the birth canal. Think of it like a slip inside. So it's gonna have the vernix to help it move through the birth canal. It also acts as an antimicrobial barrier that protects the baby as the baby comes through the vaginal tract and protects the baby once the baby's outside of you. After birth, Vernix regulates the baby's temperature 
and it acts as a natural moisturizer for the baby's skin. Vernix is a natural anti-infection and antioxidant. Remember, I said it's like an antimicrobial barrier. They did studies and it can be compared to the ingredients in a commercial skin cleanser. That's pretty fascinating in my opinion. It is a magical white cheesy stuff. That's what my patients always say. What is that white cheesy stuff? The white cheesy stuff is a miracle amazing substance that protects your baby. It also can promote wound healing. So let's say the baby got a scratch or the baby's got a cut or something happened during birth can be a little bit crazy. So maybe the baby has some kind of a small wound or scratch, it can promote healing. Hey mama, did you know that we are offering an incredible deal on our five powerful birth workshops from our last fearless birth experience? If you check out the link in the show notes, you can grab all five workshops to watch whenever you want and share them with your birth coach or your partner. You also get an interactive workbook and worksheets for each class. Class one is all about labor pain. Class two is all about unmedicated birth. Class three, how to share your birth plans. Class four, confidently coping during labor. And class five, how to push like a boss. Now, you can grab all five workshops for lifetime access for $24. The link is in the show notes. One of the things that I tell my moms, and I know I'm going all over the place here, but one of the things I tell my mom is immediately when this baby is born, we do not want your nurses to take the baby blankets, to take whatever, and wipe off all the vernix. We used to be taught that as soon as baby is born, we want to vigorously rub them, dry them, and get all that vernix off of them. We would just rub it off, put a hat on, take the baby over to the warmer. Well, times have changed. We're educated now. So we don't want them drying them, sticking a hat on them, taking them away from you, measuring them, weighing them, doing the medications, none of that. What we want is as little intervention as possible. So on your birth plan, I want you to put no vigorous rubbing or drying. We prefer the vernix to remain on our baby. And then also add that you don't want any interventions done for the first hour unless they're absolutely needed. Now, little side note, I remember in the beginning of my career, one of my friends came in to deliver and she was a rebel at the time because she did not want to do the baby's bath. And guess what? They called CPS or DCS, whatever you call it, Child Protective Services, on her because she didn't want to bathe her baby. Now, times have changed, and lo and behold, she was doing what was best for baby, and she was way ahead of her time. And I remember myself thinking, that's a little weird. Why would she want to do that? But babies do not need to be bathed because the vernix is naturally cleaning them. So at the very least, ask for the bath to be delayed until 24 hours. But best case scenario, because remember, it's protecting your baby from infections and all other fun stuff in hospitals are not exactly the most clean environment. So leave it on until you get home and then do the first bath when you get home. Now, if you're afraid about your baby's first bath, jump into the Newborn Academy. If you join one of our birth classes, you'll be able to get the Newborn Academy for a really good discount. 
But if you have already joined one of our birth classes and you want to grab the Newborn Academy inside of it, we're going to teach you how to do a baby's bath. So you don't need your nurse for that. You have your own labor nurse mama to help teach you that. This is one of the first and most important decisions that you can make initially to promote baby's health. The vernix, again, is, is protecting your baby. So right from the beginning, some of the top most crucial components of your birth plan for your baby is discussing immediate skin-to-skin, breastfeeding, delayed cord clamping, and also delayed bathing. Again, Remember, when baby is born, they have a very hard time with thermoregulation, which is fancy for saying they can't keep themselves warm. So staying warm is critical to these babies, and Vernix helps thermoregulate. Another issue for a baby is blood sugar control. Low blood sugar in a baby is super scary, and it can get very serious very fast. Guess what? increases the risk of the baby's blood sugar dropping. Stress, like crying, is stress, but also giving them a bath. When they cry, when they get stressed, they release cortisol, which is the stress hormone, which causes your blood sugar to drop, and we do not want that for the baby. So the best thing for baby is skin to skin on top of mom, no interventions, no bathing, none of that stuff that doesn't need to happen, and keeping that baby nice and calm. Another perk of delayed bathing for baby and for you is that it can help increase your chance of successful breastfeeding. So if you're planning to breastfeed, delayed bathing again is the way to go. Remember, when the baby's born, their smell, the amniotic fluid, all of that's going to get on top of you, on top of baby, and it just promotes a good connection and a good breastfeeding success. So I am 100% about delayed bathing if you haven't figured that out by now. The evidence for delayed newborn bathing is overwhelming. We have an article on the blog. Just type in labornursemama.com forward slash newborn hyphen delayed hyphen bathing and you can read the article. If you have any questions, for sure, shoot us an email or DM us on social media. You can find us on Instagram, labor.nurse.mama, and we would be happy to have a chat with you. If you're one of my students, come to happy hour. We meet every week virtually, and we can talk about this because you need to know the decisions that you are going to start making immediately when this baby is born. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the birth experience with Labor Nurse Mama. It's a little shorty just for you talking about one of the important decisions you're going to make in the hospital for your newborn, which is delayed bathing, hopefully delayed bathing. All right, hit subscribe, leave a review and let me know what you think. Are you planning to delay? Are you going to do it when you get home? You're going to do it in 24 hours? Are you not going to delay? Let me know. And as always, I will see you every Friday with a new episode. Bye for now.